0: Good morning. We begin by thanking the sponsors of the Tamatour in today's Daf. Tamatour sponsors for the month of Teves. We thank the Daf Yomi Everybody here, thank you very much for being here. Thank you very much for sponsoring Daf for the month for the, the Tamatour for the month in the memory of Mr. Milton Martyr, Mordechai David Ben Rufala, Cohen. May the neshama have an aliyah. May the family have an achamah. We also thank Shirley Elbaum and family for sponsoring Talmud Torah for this month in commemoration of the yard site of Shirley's husband, Gerald Elbaum, Yaakov Kapel ben Rav Avram Menachem. Again, the neshama should have an and the family have an nechama. The week of learning is sponsored by Paul and Kathy Pollock in commemoration of the yard site of Paul's sister Linda Leah Bas Shmuel, as well as in the schuzah before for Rabbi David Katz, David Akayin bin Leah, who will be undergoing open heart surgery this week. You have your shalema. We also thank Saeed and Sima Akain for sponsoring the learning this week. Lila Nishmas, Sima's mother, Miriam, Bas, Miriam Bat, Elazar, and Sima's father, Yecheskel ben Aga Sella. The The Mishamah and the family Shehavan The is sponsored today by Alan Sumarowitz in commemoration of the art site of Sue's mother, Mindel pass, ba, Reb Shlomo Tadras. Again, the Shemesh should have an Aliyah, and the family should have a Nechama. Yeah. Today's daf is daf Ayin Bey's Meseches Nadarim. We are going to just remind ourselves of the question we asked at the end of yesterday's daf, which was a question about an individual who divorced his wife and then remarried her. So, so just a quick reminder, when a... When an Oros, a person who married a girl with Kedushin, when he discovers that his wife has a nether, he has three options. Option number one which is do nothing. And if he chooses to do nothing, then by the end of the day, he can no longer do anything. The nether takes effect. And the nether is, essentially it's going to be there. and He doesn't have the ability, he does not have the ability anymore to be made for the nether. Or he can be him the nether, he could actually uphold the nedr, which makes it irreversible. Or, on that very day, he could just wipe out that nedr. We discussed that when an aros, a husband who is only a husband after, after only Kedushin, only has the ability to do that together as a partner with her father. Now, the question is, when a person divorces his wife, we'll just read it inside again, four lines from the bottom of Damya. When a person divorces his wife after she Makes a nether again referring to an Aras, someone who only did Kedushin, not Nisuin. What, how do we view the garrison? Is it like Shtika or is it Kakama, like actually upholding the nether? Obviously, there's no there is no tzad, there's no way to think that it should be like Hafara. Hafara actually has to be Hafara. So, he certainly didn't uproot the nether, he didn't wipe out the nether. The question is, is it positively upholding the nether or is it just doing nothing? And what's the difference? What's the difference? She took a neder. Her husband heard about it. he divorced her. He remarried her again on that day. So if the is like it's like shtika. so then essentially he did nothing, and therefore in the second marriage he can go ahead and uproot that neder. He could be made for it. If we're going to say that it is like a kama, like upholding the nether, so then there's no he no longer has the ability to uproot the nether, and therefore, lo matzi he no longer has the ability to be made for the nether, to wipe out that nether. So the Gemara is going to begin by bringing a number of riots. I just wanted to point out that why would we say that divorcing his wife is like a kama? In other words, previously we learned that a kama actually has to have a an actual hakama. He has to say, I'm upholding the nether. So why should it be? What's the reason that I should believe that a person divorcing his wife should be like hakama? So the, the Ran explains that, if you want to see it, it is six lines from the bottom on Ayin, al and He says, Mishom, de yada aras to the basr gerashin, lo mefer, he's only allowed to be made for her while she's nadarim while, the, while they're married, and he knows that once they're divorced, he no longer has the ability to be, be made for the nether. So then, Just like a person knows that if the day passes without him being made for the nether, he no longer has the ability to be made for the nether. So the fact is, he knows that once he's no longer relevant to this case because he, because he divorced her, he knows that if they're divorced, he can't be made for her nether. So the fact that he chooses not to be made for the nether, but instead to divorce her, says the Ran, that's the reason why I would think it's like a hakama, because he is really absolving his ability to, he's he's losing the ability to be able to be made for the nether. Okay, now, the Gemara try, attempts to bring a number of riyas as to whether or not he's a whether or not divorce is like hakama or Perhaps, maybe it's like Shtika. Numara says, Tush him out. Let's come and try to bring a riot to this. And we bring the following case. When have we said that when the husband dies, the jurisdiction now transfers entirely to the father? In other words, we've seen this a number of times. That if the husband dies, then his ability to be made for the Nedra is obviously gone because he's dead. Now everything goes back to the father, and the father has the ability to be to be mayfair, to, to nullify the vow on his own. And the Gemara says, "His man shloshama abal." That's talking about when the husband died when he did not yet hear about the nether. or or he heard about the nether and he did everything that he can to get rid of it. So he heard about the nether and he was made for it. "Oshama v'shasak," bayom," or it's talking about a case where he heard about it and he was quiet. And on that very day when he still had time to be made for the Neder, that is when he died. Now, the Kishtika dummy, if you're going to tell me that Gerishin, divorcing one's wife, is similar to Shtika, why don't we add that case? In other words, if the halacha is being quiet, is a case where the jurisdiction transfers back to the father, then let's list any case which is like being quiet. And if being quiet, and if divorcing one's wife is like being quiet with regard to her nether, add that case. So from the fact that the b'raises did not actually include that case, the case of divorcing one's wife, Shmamina, gerish and Kakamadamu. Gemara says it must be that the reason why it was, this case was not included is because it's not true. In other words, we must have we can infer from the fact that this b'raisa did not quote the case of divorcing his wife as a case of Stika, that it must be that the reason why it's not listed there is because had he divorced her, the jurisdiction would not transfer back to the father, rather like a hakama. mar says, hold on a second, you have to look at the end of that b'raisa, av'al imshama if he heard about the neder, And the husband actually upheld the neder. Oh, shama v'shasak or he heard about the neder and then he was quiet. Umays b'yom shel achrav So he was quiet and waited until the next day to die. Then enyachal hafer. He cannot be made for the neder. So hold on a second. If you're telling me that a person divorcing his wife is similar to actually upholding the neder lisni bim shama v'giresh So include that case. In the second half, from the fact that that case was not included in the in the seifa, must be that being quiet is similar to sorry that dying. Sorry. it must be that divorcing one's wife is similar to actually being quiet, and indeed he would be able to be, be he would be able to be made for the nether when he remarries her later that day. In other words, we can infer. The opposite from each case of the reisha, that the, the reisha seems again. Both cases exclude the case of divorcing his wife. So from the, from the fact that it was excluded in the first case gives us that inference to tell us that it's not true. In other words, it's not like a hakaf. It's not like a shdika. The second case again omits the case of divorcing his wife. So therefore, we can infer from there that divorcing one's wife is not like a hakama. So we're stuck that we have a stira in the mashmah of this price The Gemara says, Ela mihal From this so we can't say anything. Because reisha if the reshah specifically left out that case because it wanted to infer what the would be with Gerushin, then reisha. Then that means that we learned the second half only because of the reshah. Which means, and the Rana explains this, that we wanted this price to be symmetrical. So, therefore, we included each case and the exclusion of that case. But we couldn't have a symmetrical case for the ratio and the seifa when it came to divorcing. Mm-hmm. Just to see the right hand side, it's the third, one, the third line from the top. We couldn't include the case of a garrison. That it's like a comma, because we just wanted to flip around the case of the ratio. In other words, if the ratio was Dafka, then the Sefer was just brought there as the flip side of that case. But we couldn't find the flip side of the case when it comes to garishin. In other words, you can't have one case of garishin that would work and one case of garishin that wouldn't work. And then, In other words, if the Sefa, if the second half, is actually going to be the correct one, which is dafka, so we couldn't find the flip side of, of the case of garishin, which would have worked. Now, to be Kiveger, in the Gilean Ashas over here, tries to come up with a case. I'm having a difficult time understanding exactly what he means, but just to see what he says, he writes Temu Ali. Gili- Kiveger is in the Gilean Ashas. Most Gemaras would be that third section, on, all the way to the right, by the column. Gilean Ashas asks from Inami he could have listed in the first case, that he heard about it, and he was quiet, and then he divorced her on that day. That would be a case which is similar to Shtika to being quiet, which he can then go ahead and nullify the vow if he remarries her. And we could have come up with a case where we flip it around in the seifa, which is he heard about it, he was quiet, and he divorced her the next day. That would be like we said by Misa, that would be a case where he no longer has the ability to be made for the net, just like he was Mekayimit. The reason why I don't really understand this, because again, it doesn't seem to be so symmetrical, it's the reason, the reason why he can't be made for it has nothing to do with the divorce. It has to do with the fact that he waited till tomorrow. So that's why I still don't, I don't really understand Kiveger's question. But he says Hashem Ya'ar eini. He obviously understood that, and he didn't ask for Aryeh Richter to be mayor. His inayim. He asked for Hashem to be mayor's inayim. So must be something that I'm missing in the question over here. But again, Kiveger wants to say that we could have come up with a with a a case which can be flipped around in both cases. I'm having a little bit of difficulty if anybody understands it I am I, I am open to suggestions okay thank you says, <laughs> whatever it is whichever one was Dafka we don't know but either way the other side of this of this price was really brought just to be the, the symmetrical flip, flip side of the case. So Gemara says, okay, Tashma, let's try again. We're still trying to prove how do we view, view Garish, one divorcing his wife, after he hears an edda that she makes. So Gemara says, Tashma, Nadra, she makes an edda, and she is an Arusa, v'nes garish, v'nes So this is a familiar mishnah, we've learned this just before. A person, a, a lady makes an edda, while she is Arusha, when it's Garsha, she gets divorced, and when it's Arsa, she does heiress again that same day. Even if she repeats this process a hundred times, her father and her latest husband can be the ones, or the current husband can be the one, to be made for her in So hold on a second. Isn't that an open raya? The garrison is kishtika. Why? Because the first guy divorced her. Now, what happens? The second husband, or the third husband, or the 100th husband can go ahead and be made for the nether. Now, if the first one divorced her and divorcing one's wife is like being made the nether, upholding the nether, then how could the last husband go ahead and be, and, and be made for it? If it's like kakama, is it possible for the last husband to go ahead and be mefer to uproot, to nullify the vows the nadarib, that the first husband upheld? The Gemara says, That's talking about a case where the first husband did not hear about it. Now, hold on a second, says the Gemara. If it's talking about a case where the first husband never heard about it, then... Myir yabo bayom. Why does the Mishnah say bo yom The is shamo. The husband nullifies the vows on the day that he hears about it. The husband never heard about it. That all those previous husbands, all those divorces and remarriages are irrelevant. The husband never heard about it. It depends when you heard about it. Gemara it says the bo bayom that's written in the Mishnah is not talking about the husband. It's talking about the father. Keshalo shama aros. V'shama'av, talking about a case where the Aras, the husband, did not hear about it. However, the father heard about it. Debo Yom on that day, who dematzimayfer? That's when the father can be made for the ndarim. Now, elech, going on from there, lo matzimayfer. They can the father can no longer be made for the ndarim, and it has a ripple effect. The husband can't do it either because the husband has to be a partner with the father. Now, just remember, this is not consistent with the way that Shmuel on the previous Ahmad, on yesterday's Ammon, interpreted the Mishnah. Shmuel said very clearly that he learned from his Rebbe that the Mishnah was actually referring to the husband and talking about a case where the husband heard about it. I should have pointed this out earlier, but according to Shmuel, this whole case is not relevant because simply according to Shmuel, we know that the husband heard about it and the husband was not made for the neder, and then she got divorced and remarried. So according to Shmuel, the, the question is not even relevant. The whole question that the Quran asks is, Assuming that we don't pask in Lake Shmuel. But again, we have no answer to the question yet. Tashima, Limar makes one final attempt. Nadra, she takes an edder. Bobayom, on that day. Girsha, he divorces her. Zira bo Bobayom. So we have a price which is very similar to our case. She takes an edder. He divorces her. He remarries her on that same day. What's the alacha ain? He's not allowed to be made for the nether. You We see clearly, divorcing one's wife, is like upholding the nether. says, no. Amri hacha, that case is not similar to the case of the Ibaya, on daf ayin alaf It's not similar to our case. Why? Because that case is talking about the when she already had nisuin, so she was fully married. The this is the reason why he can no longer be made for the nether, a baal made for the a baal cannot cure a pre-existing condition of a nether that his wife had taken before Nisuin. In other words, our case is talking about where it's eros. There's only eros, in, it's only condition that took place, but not Nisuin. So that's where we're talking about if the nether could transfer from one artist to the next artist, to the, next artist to the next artist, to the next artist. However, this case is talking about when at least one of them was talking about Nisuin, uh, where there was Nisuin. The Ron explains that this is talking about it doesn't make a difference if the first marriage was Nisuin or, and the second one is Erison, or the first one was Erison and the second one was Nisuin. The bottom line is if any of them had Nisuin involved that would be a case where you can no longer be made for the Nadar because either the reason is because she's in Nisua and therefore it really takes the father out of the scene. In other words, let's just go through it in our minds. If in the first marriage she was in Nisua, she did Nisuin, then the father's out. If the father's out, so then the Oros has no partner to be made for the nether with, so we can't do it. If, the, if it's talking about the first case was Erison, and the second case was Nisuin, which is the culmination of the marriage, then the problem is that a person who marries a, a woman with Nisuin no longer has the ability to be made for pre-existing nadara. That's what we mean by enabal for bekodmen. So if it's talking about yesuin, that's why the father can't do it. But we don't yet have an answer with regard to what the is going to be. If an aros divorces his, sorry, we'll go in order. If an aros hears his wife make a nether, and he is not made for the nether, rather he divorces her, and then he remarries her on that day, we don't have any case which can ultimately prove to us Whether or not in the second marriage, on that same day, you could go ahead and be made for the nether. So if you look at the Ran, the Ran quotes the opinion of of the Ramban. It's the third very wide line on this page. Was not able to resolve this question. We're going to be stringent. In such a case, where? She took a neder, he divorced her, he remarried her on that day, then indeed he would not be able to be be made for the neder. Now, the Rajbah, so says, I won't read the whole thing, but says the Ran, in the name of the Rajbah, it's true that we could not find an independent source to go ahead and resolve this question. However, remember, we only ask this question not according to Shmuel. But Shmuel himself interpreted our Mishnah on Ayin Aleph Amar Aleph in a way which would absolutely answer this question. So you're right, you ask the question not according to Shmuel, but says the Rosh, but here I am, as a and I want to answer this question, very nice you asked the question not according to Shmuel, but we do have Someone by the name of Shmuel who had a Kabbalah from his Rebbeim that the previous Mishnah actually is a resolution to this, to this question. What's the previous Mishnah? She makes a neder. She's in Arusa. She gets divorced. She remarries the Mishnah says clearly that her husband could be made for the nether. Now it's true that our Gemara interpreted the Mishnah differently, but that's not how Shmuel's Rebbe learned the Mishnah. Shmuel's Rebbe learned the Mishnah that it's talking about a case where the husband heard about it, and the husband was quiet, and then another person came by and married her, and clearly the halacha is the second one or the third one or the 100th husband of that day is allowed to be, allowed to be made for the nether. So if that's true, clearly according to Shmuel and his Rebbeim, the halacha would be that Garrison is Kishtika, it's not like Akama, and therefore that would resolve this question, it would answer this question. So it says the, the Rashba, we certainly do have an answer to this question according to Shmuel, and we could definitely rely on Shmuel to answer this question. So if anybody is ever approached by somebody who's, was an er, who did only Erison, did not do Nisuin, and their wife took a neder, and they were quiet on that day, and they divorced their wife that day, and they decided to remarry their wife that day, and wants to be made for the neder, you can tell them that they can be so mech Shmuel to be made for that neder. Halach We Continue with the Mishnah on the top of the top, Ayin, Ayin Beis, Amen Beis. So we're learning about the way of Tamidich So I think it's always important to point out, if you have a Mishnah which says Terech Tamidich But the Mishnah, I think, in my opinion, is telling you, if you want to at least act like a Talmud Chacham, this is what you should do. There are some people who, whenever they see um, the words, ah, that's not talking about me, that's talking about the Talmud Chacham. The Mishnah is clearly writing this for the Hamonam, and the Mishnah is telling us something that Talmud Chacham would normally do, but this is the Derech, the proper way for a person to act. So the Mishnah says, Terech Talmud Chacham, So again, practically speaking, the lesson of learning from Derech T'me'chacham is relevant to us, but most likely not in this case. Most of our 12-year-old daughters are not getting married at that age. And um, again, the whole concept of Aros, Erison, and Nisuin, pretty much happens instantaneously the way, the way that we, we do our chasnas now. So very much of this is not going to be relevant practically, but again, we still learn a very important lesson from this mission, which we'll get to very soon. So what would a town do? His daughter is getting married, so right before she gets married, or right, right before she, she enters into Nisuin, he says to her, "Omar Allah, call him to darut of any nedarut, that you took upon yourself in my house harehain mufarim they should be nullified fagainabhal so to a husband add salati right before he actually does nisuin omar he says to her Call darta add salati kanisthrusu oh nadarav that you took upon yourself before i actually did nisuin with you harehain mufarim they are nullified said me in other words, both a husband and a father, right before they lose their ability to be able to be made for the nadarim, they say to their child or to their wife, I'm just letting you know that any nadarim that you have taken upon yourself, I am officially nullifying those nidarim. So now that you want to ask a, very, a fundamental question. By Rami Bar-Chama. Rami bar has the following question. Ma'u Shayafra baloshmiah? And it's important to note that the Ran says, when it says Baal over here, it's just an example, because it could either be in Aros, it could be uh, uh, after Nisuin, it could also be talking about the father. What's the Halacha? How can, what's the Halacha with regard to a person being made for the Nedarum of his wife or his daughter without actually hearing about it? Again, the Pasuk says, The Gwar is going to explain. Sorry, it says, Vishama Isha. The Pasuk says her husband will hear about it. Isha with the Yud means her husband. Vishama Isha, her husband hears about it. Is that whom? Oh, love Dafka. In other words, is the Pasuk telling you a Halacha? That he actually, actually has to really hear about it? Or, as the Rana explains, is it Orcha milsa Sanokat? Is it just the normal way of things happening that a person hears his wife make a nether, and then he's going to nullify it? Why? Because if he doesn't hear about it, then how does he know about it? Or is the of dafka? It's not a halachic aspect that he has to hear about it. It's just normal for that to happen. So that's the Gemara's question. What's the halacha? Can a person, can a husband or a father, be made for the nadarim of his wife or his daughter without actually hearing about the nether The Gemara explains. <laughs> who is it, dafka that he has to hear about it? Olav dafka, or is it not specifically talking about it? Rather, that's just the normal way of doing it. i a Rabbi says the following, It is the, the proper way of Tamidich that just as his daughter is about to leave his rishos, Omer Law, he says to her, Any nadarim that you have taken upon yourself in my house, they are going to be nullified. So hold on a second, This Mishnah itself is a strange Mishnah. How can you say any neder that you made, he didn't hear about this nedarim. The so Gemara says, "The What he means is, when I will hear about it, who may for? In other words, he's just giving notice that when he does eventually hear about the neder, he wants to be made for it. The so Gemara says in Cain, "Kilo shama In other words, if it doesn't even work, why is he bothering? In other words, if you're telling me that he has to actually hear the neder in order to go ahead and nullify it. So then what's the whole point in this guy goes to his daughter and says, by the way, I'm letting you know that if you'll make an edir and I'll hear about it, I'm going, going to be made for it. What's the point in all of that? It doesn't even work. The Gemara says, So this is actually where the lesson of Temei HaChemim comes in. It's the normal way of Temei HaChemim La'adure to actually initiate the conversation. And the Ryan explains that risk really is just the, it's an opener of a conversation to try to get her to start talking about the Dharam that she might have. In other words, the father goes to his daughter right before she gets married and says, hey listen, I want you to know that after you get married, I'm no longer going to be able to be made for the Dharam. After soon happens, I'm no longer able to, no longer able to handle your Dharam for you. So I just want you to know that if you have any Dharam, now is the time to speak up let me know about those nadadam it's like this I can do what I need to do to get rid of them before you get married in other words that will ultimately encourage her to share the information which would provide the opportunity for him to, to be to be made for those Narim so he's facilitating a conversation which he hopes will result in her revealing some of the nadam that she took upon herself it's like this he can at that point be made for those nadadaram and that's, now we can really understand what this idea of Derech T'med Chachamim is. Now again, he's, he's really not doing what he has to do. Because he could just say, listen, I never heard about her in Adarim. I'm not obligated to go chase her down and find out about her in Adarim. But here we see the father wants to go, take a step, an extra step to find out maybe there's another here. And that's the idea of Derech T'med Chachamim, that he does, he takes the extra step to find out about it. So tashma. Again, we don't yet have a riot to this case. In other words, we understand that our Mishnah is a father attempting to be made for the Nedarim, but it doesn't prove to us anything with regard to whether or not he can be made for a neder without actually hearing about it. Sigmar continues, Tashma Mi seifa. from the second half of the Mishnah. M'Chain similarly a husband, Ad Shalot before he actually does Nisuin and brings her into his, into his, into his, into his possession or, or, or to his life, Omerla, he says to her, hachanami. Oh, sorry. Omerla, he says to her, dot, dot, dot. In other words, he says to her, eninadarim, that you have upon yourself, I'm going to be made for this. Where it says, hachanami, to He says to her, when I hear about it, in other words, again, Raya would have been the same. Mishnah says, a husband says to his wife, eninadarim, that you have, that I haven't heard about, want to be made for them. So clearly we see that he is able to be made for the that they didn't hear about. The Gemara says, no, this is us talking about where it doesn't mean that he is being made for them now without hearing about it. Rather, he's saying, when I will hear about them, I will, at that point in time, be made for those the Dharam Now, I should point out that the Ron explains that this might be different. I just want to make sure this is a little bit complicated, so I'll just explain it outside as best as I can. But I, when it comes to the father, the father really is standing at that last point in time that he has any jurisdiction over his daughter's nadarim. So he says to her, just as she's about to go, do Nasuin, Listen up, if you have any nadarim, I want to let you know that as soon as I hear about them, I'm gonna be made for them. What's the point? The point in that is that she should tell him, it's like this, he could be made for those nadarim. However, when it comes to the husband, the truth is, this is not his last opportunity to be made for the Nadarim of his wife. As a matter of fact, as a Nisua, as after nisuin, he has sole jurisdiction over it, and he doesn't even need the father anymore. So his ability to, to be made for Nadarim actually gets better. The only problem is that a neder that was relevant during Erosin, <clears throat> that already he can't go ahead and do after nisuin. So now the question is, Perhaps the L'chi in the case of the husband is different than the L'chi in the case of the father. In other words, L'chi, l'chi means when I will hear about it. When it comes to the father, L'chi shamana, when I will hear about it, obviously has to mean when I will hear about it, I will at that point in time nullify your nether. When it comes to the husband, it could be the L'chi shamana, when I will hear about it, I will retroactively be made for it from now. There's a possibility that that can work. In other words, he's starting the Afara now. And what he's accomplishing is that normally, if a husband hears about a nether, which took place during Areson, after Nesuin, he no longer has the ability to be made for it because that's considered codeman. That's a pre-existing nether. What if now, during Areson, he already began the process of the Afara? In other words, he said, right now I'm an Right now, I didn't hear about your nadar yet. Right now, I don't know about it, but I'm letting you know that right now, as an aros, I'm starting that treatment process on your nadarum. Perhaps that actually can work to allow him to be made for those nedarim after Nesuit. So while the Gemara uses the words shemana, which means when I will hear about it, and it seems like the Gemara is using those words equally for a husband as it is for a father, the truth is, says the ran, it could be dramatically different. When it comes to a father, his ability to be made for Nadarim is done once she becomes a Nisua. When it comes to a husband, once she becomes a Nesua, any Nadarim that he hears about then, he can be made for without a problem. Then the only issue is, a neder from Erison transferring to Nesuin, that's where he can't do it anymore because that's considered a codeman, that's considered to be a pre-existing neder that he can't be made for. Says the Ran, it's possible that when a husband tells his wife during Erison, that I'm being made for all your Nadarim, I'm nullifying all your Nadarim, actually he does accomplish something very big, that he now is able to be made for Nadarim after Nesuin, that happened during Erison, because he started the process as an Aros. But again, it doesn't prove to us that he can actually effectively be made for the Neder without hearing about it now. Okay, so again, we don't have a Raya yet. Tashama, the more attempts to bring another Raya as to whether or not a person can be made for a without hearing about it. Homer a person tells his wife, "Kol to duri, any nedarim that you will make ad sha'ava mimakom poloni hareihein kayamit lo So a person's traveling, the person goes away on business, and before he leaves, he wants to settle all his affairs with his wife, and he says, "By the way, I want to let you know any Nadara that you take while I'm gone hareihein kayamit." I'm right now. I'm certifying those Nadarim. I'm authenticating those Nadarim, and they will work ismar club that's nothing why the simple understanding is because it's, it's a slo a person cannot go ahead and be made for something which doesn't exist. Others explain that it's not possible that his hafar, that his kium his upholding of those Nadarim actually was done with sincerity because he has no idea what she's going to say remember he's gone he's out of town and Who knows what she's going through while he's out of town. And she may say all kinds of things. And she may actually make a neder, which is quite embarrassing for him. And he doesn't want that neder to happen. So how could it be that right now he upholds that neder? It's too early. Either because it's lo bala olam, it never happened. Or because maybe he just really won't be sincere about it. So that's why lo amerklo. Harehin mufarin. If he does the opposite, he says, any nether that you're going to make while I'm gone, until I come back, they are mufer. Rabbi Elezer, Omer, mufer. Actually, it works. So hold on a second. How could it be he's being made for the nether? V'ha lo shama. He didn't hear about it. So perhaps we have a riot from here that a person, at least according to Rabbi belezer. and the truth is, the Rana explains that this question is not only according to Rabbi only really argued in the first case, but it could be that they, that they agree in, in the second case as well, but the idea over here is, He doesn't hear about it. He says, when I hear about it. In other words, when I hear about those nadarim, I'll be made for them. So the Gemara says, if that's the case, So why does he have to do it now? In other words, why do this whole thing to say that I'll be made for it beforehand if he means to be made for it when he hears about it? Gemara says, In other words, Gemara says, leave me Why does he have to do this now? Why can't he just do it when hears about he says, Again, he comes back after a long business trip. He has no idea how many things he's going to have to catch up on when he gets back home. So he wants to make sure that everything is settled beforehand. So he just says, I want to let you know that when I come back, any nadarim that you make while I'm gone, it's on my to do list to be made for those Nidarim as soon as it happens. In other words, as soon as they hear about it, that's not going to be made for those Nadar. So again, we have, we have no Raya, whether or not a person can be made for another if he doesn't hear about it. Sigmar so tries one more attempt. Tashma, let's come again and try to bring a Raya. Ha'omul apatropis Kol shenodarta shenoderes ishti hafer. So here, apatropis is a manager. Generally, when we use the term apotropos, it's a person who is in charge of the possessions of a yosom, of orphans. Orphans die, they, they, sorry, orf- orphans are left without a father, and he, they have nobody to take care of their possessions. So the basin appoints an apotropos, a financial manager, to oversee their affairs. In this case, apotropos means a person has a hired hand who over, oversees his affairs while he is gone so a person says to this person he's his manager he's his asset manager he says to him listen I'm going away I have business to take care of you'll be in my home taking care of everything that needs to be taken care of just want to let you know if you hear my wife and make any nadarim any of those nadarim you should go ahead and be made for them so now what happens Hafer V'hafer and indeed this guy takes full advantage of as being the substitute husband, he's being made for her nadarim, left and right. So the halach is, Yachal, you would think, Yehum You would think it works. Tamalomer, the Pasuk teaches you, Isha Yikimenu, isha Yifirenu. The Pasuk repeats the word Isha twice. Her husband is repeated twice in the Pasuk to tell you that no, an Apatropos can't do this. It's only a husband who has the right to be made for the Nadarim of his wife. Divri Reb Amal Rebochnon, Mitsinu Khalakula, Byochnon sorry, Bionasan, Amal Amal Rabyonasan, Mitsinu Khalakula, we find throughout all the tarot shlukhladso. A person can indeed appoint a shliach to discharge his duty for him. And therefore we have Machalkish Bionasan and Raby Rabyoshia. So now the Gmar says a Phil Rabyoshia Loka Amar Ella Mishom de Xirasakasavu Ishi Kimanu Ishi Firenu. In other words, just understanding what's happening here. There's a technical maklokus over here as to whether or not a shliach can be made for the nedarim of his wife, because the pasuk says "ishi kimenu vishi In other words, everyone would technically agree that barring a gzeras Akasov, another person can go ahead and be made for the nedarim. Now, if that's the case, so then, hold on a second, but he didn't hear about it. In other words, you're right that technically, according to Shia, the husband the, the shliach can't do it. But why is it... That's just a technicality. In other words, if at, without that without Apostle telling you that he's ineligible to be made for the Nedarim, it would work through shliachas. Now, hold on a second, but the husband never heard about the nether so we have a riot from here, we should at least, att- we attempt a riot from here, that a shliach can be made for the nadarim without the husband hearing about the nadar. Now why can't he be a shliach to hear about the nadar? Get so clear. Ruvain is the husband. He has a wife, her name is Leah. Ruvain goes away and says to Shimon, you're my apatrapos, you're my manager of my affairs, if my wife makes the nether, I want you to go ahead and be made for the- those nadarim. There's a technical machlokas whether or not Shimon as a shliach or as Napatropis can go out and be made for the Nadar. According to Rabbi Yoshe, he can't because the Pasukah excludes him. But let's say we wouldn't have that terrestre kosev. Everyone would agree that shlichas works. Everyone could agree that you can have an agent do something for you. There happens to be a technical problem which excludes him. Now, how would that shlichas work? The husband never heard about it. Now, why can't it be that the shliach is the shliach to hear about it? So the, the, there's... Different approaches. The Ron explains that mm-hmm. it's the last round of the page. Kolomar Baal, Amalo Boishmia, the tema. Lest you say, La emalach to Bai Shmi Shmiya, and actually you do need to have that, that the that the person will hear about it. The Shani Hacha to eka shmia Dapatrapas. It's fine that Dapatrapas heard about it. The kimidhluchamoso, havale kilo shama bao, tirtubatos, peshem rub Yosef, the lesa, demita de bai shmiya, mi ika me balum lom lomatsi mefer the shiach mutz matzi mashvi. In other words, the says the, the Ran, it just won't work. Because there is no such thing as the person appointing a shliach to do something for him that he himself can't do. So now, if the husband would hear about it, then he would be able to be made for it. But the husband didn't hear about it. So in this case, the husband is ineligible to be made for the nether, because he never heard about the nether. Now how could it be that he could appoint a shliach to be made for the nether, that he himself is ineligible of being made for himself? So therefore, the fact that the has heard about it won't be enough. There's another answer which is given from the rush, which you can see on the side of the page, which is that a, a person can only appoint a shliach to do something which is tangible. milsadim and hearing something, you can't appoint someone to hear something for you. So ultimately, again, we try to bring a raya from here that he would be able to be made for a nether that he doesn't hear about it, because technically he would have been able to appoint a shliach to be made for his nether. The Gemara says, no. He says, when I will hear about it, may for la, I will be for, it for her. So Gemara says, the chishama, la for lahu." who? What does he have to have? An apotropos. What's the whole point in this? The guy says to Zapatropus, when I hear about it, I want you to be May for the nether. When you hear about it, do it yourself. What are you asking this guy to do it for? Gemara says the same tarot, dilma matridna. He's concerned that when it, he comes back, he's going to be too busy, and therefore, what he means is, When I come back and I hear about the neder, then I want you to be the one to be made for that neder as my shliach. In other words, again, the Gemara does not bring any raya that a person can be made for a neder without hearing about it. All the cases that we mentioned ultimately result in him hearing about the neder before he's made for the neder. And at this point, we don't have a raya to this question yet. The Ran does point out that while it's true that we don't have a raya yet, we still will find a raya later on to this case. Stop here.